Well, welcome, 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 rugby league fans around the world. This is Rugby League in America. I'm your host, Dustin Zare. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for joining us from wherever you're listening. This episode was actually our live Instagram episode on Friday. Unfortunately, some of the audio at the beginning was really bad. And so our intro was kind of cut out. So I've decided to make a new one. Please disregard some of the bad audio that might happen throughout the recording of the Instagram video, but we hope you guys enjoy our conversation with Avery Lewis McDougal, formerly of the Sky Sports Rugby League show just before COVID, uh, kind of put a kibosh on that, but really enjoyed talking to Avery about the Wolfpack, about what's going on in RLBC and all around the United States. Hope you guys enjoy the episode. This is episode 221 of Rugby League in America. Oh, well, this will be fun. Um, you know, I'm going to talk a little bit of, oh, we got hearts and all kinds of stuff. Yay. Ian, are you watching, uh, you know, watching, watching your lads play at the same time you're listening? Who knows? So, um, for those of you that are joining us on the podcast channel, um, that is audio on Spotify afterwards. Uh, this is Rugby League in America. This is live. Uh, we're doing Instagram Live for not really the first time, but the first time we're going to do a full episode on Instagram Live. We're going to talk about a lot of things, right? So there's all kinds of stuff that's happening with Rugby League, um, you know, in the in the U.S. in Canada. Uh, I brought Avery on. Um, because we're going to talk about Toronto Wolfpack because we were supposed to do this last week. And then this <laughs> said, no, no, so, <laughs> but Avery is well-rounded in the world of rugby league. And he knows all about the goings on in each one of the competitions because he goes to the rugby league in America website. He listens to the podcast yeah, sir, all the time, right? Avery. <laughs> And then, of course, you know, we've got everything up on our site and everything else like that. Um, so let's let's jump right into it, right? Oh, go, everybody go check out the podcast clothes he's made. Yes, we'll talk about that a little bit later, about the, the online store, doing it for everybody. So trying to get some more done. Um, let's, let's kick it off. Let's jump to your folks up there yes. in Canada in the RLBC. So, so far, um, well, I'll say so far, the season... Is the regular season's over uh, in in RLBC? Vipers sit atop the table, eight points. Wolves with six. Dragons with six. Thunder with six. And that's ranked one, two, three, four that way. Uh, and then the Warriors, unfortunately, are uh, came up last in in four with four points. Now, Avery, for those of you, for those of the people who are listening who have no idea why the Wolves are second with six, the Dragons are third with six, and the Thunder are fourth with six. What would you guess is the main <laughs> differentiator in that? As right now, it's the point differential right now as to why we see all those teams at six points, but two, three, four. It's a point differential. We have a, the Wolves at plus 30, the Dragon plus six, and the Thunder at minus 46, which, you know, is not a good look right now, even no matter how long a season runs. Yeah, exactly. That's what I was going to say. So, I, you know, if we're somewhere in the realm of <laughs> negative points and especially 40 points like we you know for those that don't know rlbc runs five rounds and you know the you know, we have playoffs coming up now so the vipers at, at, at sitting in first place are going to play the thunder and then the 
Um, the Wolves will play the Dragons, which is a replay of last week's round five match with the Dragons uh, taking the, the victory, 36-20. Now, now, Avery, I got to ask you, how do you feel about such a short season? So ORL played mm-hmm. six games total, and then, or I think it was six games total, um, maybe it's five games total because they had three teams and RLBC is playing five games. Playoffs will be seven finals will be eight. How do you feel about that for growing the game in Canada? And- uh, I think right now it gives fans a bit of a taste of the game. It gives them, you know, a sample of what rugby league really is. I think we get more teams across, uh, coming, for example, we have longer seasons. It's tough to really have two longer seasons with really only four or five teams right now. I think if RLBC gets to say, seven, eight, nine, ten teams across the problem. We have a longer season. So I don't mind having a short season, just five teams right now. I think we get more teams across other areas of province, or maybe you start having cross play potentially with more teams out in Ontario or in Alberta. We can expand that season a little bit longer, I feel. Yeah. I mean, there's part of that that I'm thinking is, and if you talk about adding more teams, and unfortunately the Coastal Cougars, um, they, I don't know if they've dissolved or if they just haven't played this year, but they were supposed to play and then they're, they're not around right now. Um, I guess they couldn't get the numbers out. So that's kind of unfortunate because that's just one of those things where you go, well, shit, now, now we're down to five teams instead of six. And we were trying to work the other way up. So, do you think that the, that the summer sevens that happens in Canada plays a big impact on those that come out and play rugby league. In, in the uh, I think to an extent, I, I, think, I think one thing it does, it exposes people to the game. I think it's tough to play that much rugby league in a short time, a short season, very compressed schedule. What do you think it does affect things? Yeah. It's because it's so yeah, damn cold up there. You, you know what though? Like <laughs> BC isn't nearly as bad as say Alberta or other parts of Yeah. Like Alberta, Alberta. Like, we had, no one relied on us. And there was snow in, I think, northern Alberta in June, which is rare, but it happened. But BC is usually more of a milder province. It's similar to how Washington State and Oregon are. So the winter is not as cold. But yeah, yeah I think it was effective because you do want to try and play in that peak time, which is, which is that peak May, June, July. So you don't have a long a season to play. But I think, I think there is good and bad to that Summer 7 series and then going to league play. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's it, it is it's unfortunate. I would love to see it play longer, but you're right. You know, maybe maybe the colder weather does impact everything. Who knows? You got me, man. That's why I don't live that far north. So that's not. Oh <laughs> uh, well. Anyway, okay. So here we go. Semifinals, finals coming up this uh, semifinals this weekend. Finals coming up. Vipers and Thunder. We got. It would be it'll be fun to see a Thunder going around, but I will I'll play it safe not with the Vipers in that game. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I I think obviously Point Gray has been constant. I think they won it last year and they've been solid every every year for the past couple of years. I I think this year, I think the Vipers may have them too. So I'm gonna go with the Vipers on that one. Um Wolves v Dragons. Last week, Dragons, mm-hmm. they were at home, one thirty six twenty. I think that the match is actually played in Whistler this weekend, but I couldn't find it online. So um, we'll see. It, it may not be. It may be in Vancouver. Um, so we'll give you the caveat. It's played in Vancouver. Who do you got? I'm going to go. I'm going to go with the oldest team, BC. I'm going to go with the Dragons. Get this win. 
Yeah. Right. So I can, I, I think so too. If it's played in Whistler though, I don't know. The Bears have some nice fields in Whistler. They can, uh, they can wreak havoc on the dragon. Every <laughs> Even though they're the wolves, it was just, you know, um, but I think overall, I think it's a good, it's going to be a good matchup. I, I know the last game was streamed eventually on YouTube, but I, but wasn't live. So hopefully we can get that going again, you know, for the, for the next round. No. Okay. So th- there's our picks, right? Avery took the Vipers. I'm taking the Vipers. Avery took the Dragons. I'm taking the Dragons. And maybe if the game is in Whistler, I'll take the Wolves. We'll see. <laughs> Let's move on to uh, USARL South. I want to do a quick recap of everything. Round five is this weekend. Um, Copperheads are traveling to Tampa to take on the undefeated Mayhem. Uh, previous result from the, that, that matchup was 42 16. Uh, fun fact for you, Avery, who loves statistics um, Tampa has scored 42 points in every single game. That, that domination, put up 40 points in every match, <laughs> very impressive. <laughs> but they have the exact number in three matches in, in sequential order. Uh, so that's kind of crazy. Uh, Atlanta is going to travel to Jacksonville, take a try and revenge, or avenge, revenge, avenge, uh, their 48-26 home loss last weekend to the Axemen. Uh, standings in USARL South, Mayhem sit atop the table with six points, Axemen with four, Rhinos with two, Copperheads winless with zero. Um, well, Avery, this week, what, what do you... What, what do you think? Have you been able to keep up with any of the USA or all Souths through the socials? You know, I've been, I've been trying to keep, I've been trying to pay attention to what's going on, but seeing what Tampa has done, that to me, again, like, I know it's, it's funny the fact they've scored 42 in each game. That's just hilarious. The fact they get that number each time. But it's, 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 it made it tough for me to go against a team playing that well right now. I'm really backing them right now. It's tough to go against a team that's running that yeah. lot right now, Dustin. I have... I thought that the Axemen... At the, in the first half of the Axemen Tampa match, um, it was it was a solid match. I think that the fitness of Tampa is definitely showing through for a lot, a lot of those those different um, uh, those different matches that they've had. I think the depth and the forward pack of the of the mayhem is probably what's going to take them to the to the national championship against the winner of the PCRL. Um, so that'll be interesting to see. I think. I mean, Justin Bronk, I think in the first match had four tries. I think in the second match, he had three tries. Like, I don't know the total count. I wish they did right. like the total count, like try scores like they do in everywhere else. Uh, Tampa big boys be running up the middle, says it's nomadic. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I'm telling you, ain't, ain't, not, ain't a lot of people going to stop the uh, stop Justin Bronco when he's running full tilt at somebody. So. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so, uh, it'd be interesting to see what happens with uh, USARL South. Um, okay. Avery closer to you, I guess in your closer to your time zone Oh, five tries against Atlanta as well. Justin Bronca had apparently, come on, man, that's at least 10 tries on the season. He's gotta be the league leader. Not, not bad for a prop. <laughs> right. Um, so PCRL California. Magic Weekend was supposed to happen last weekend in Fresno. Unfortunately, because of the extreme heat, which is not something they're having up in Alberta. We can get into the high 90s here, but no as much as, as California can get. Like, Man, it's, yeah, so they were like temperatures, I think heat indexes of 115 on the, would have been at the field last week, so they decided to cancel. Current standings, um, 
know, dead Pelicans sit atop the table, undefeated, two and zero. Barracudas one and one. Mongrel, um, one. Uh, sorry, uh, Barracudas are one and one zero oh, and one. There is the draw. I'm still Addy and PCRL people. Come on, a draw. You're golden point, man. Let's go. Um, but Barracudas are one zero oh, and one with the draw. Mongrel are. Um, I believe the Mongrel are. They have one draw, two losses, and the Banditos are zero oh, and one. Now this week they'll see the Banditos play the uh, the Dead Pelicans, um, and that's the that's the only matchup this weekend. Addie, uh, Addie's always doing great stuff with PCRL. Avery, um, when we talk about PCRL and all the stuff that they've been doing, what has impressed you about? Uh, I guess their communication or whatever they've been doing as far as getting the name of the PCRL out there and solidifying their conference, especially with the addition of the two new Utah. I would say one thing, because I've, I followed them from the start, and one thing they've, they've always been big in terms of letting people know when games are, we're doing A, B, C, and D, reaching out to podcasters, hosts, because rugby league, we know, we know how rugby league in America, it's tough to break on through with this code, but they've been very proactive, and you really have to go after it and reach out to outlets to get attention. Show we're on YouTube. We're doing this, that, and third. So they did a really good job. And now the fact that they're expanding, they've got divisions out in Utah. They got divisions. They got teams around California. I love what they've done so far to spread the word of the game across the United States right now. That's yeah, and, and I, I definitely agree with you. I think that that's we talked about it. And you know, of course, they had the uh, the announcement that came out. Oh. I did a live uh, kind of a live message for it or a live video for it the other day about they're accepting people onto an executive committee that are non a league affiliated at this particular point in time. Mm-hmm. So talk about branching out, right? Those guys are going out and saying, Hey, if you want to be director of sponsorships, director of, you know, uh, creative or whatever it may be, reach out, put an application. They want to grow the game right there, but with people, not affiliated with any of the teams, which is a little bit different than the way the USA structure has been, and probably the Canadian structure has been for, I don't know, ever. <laughs> um, but yeah, so Avery, you were talking about PCRL Utah. Man, I love watching those guys. If you don't go onto their YouTube channel, they've got a giant camera that sits up really high. It zooms in. It's great video. Go check it out. It's a whole lot of fun. Um, last week, the Seagulls and the Broncos were victorious in both of their second round matches. Seagulls beat the Storm 52-44. Broncos beat the Roosters 54-36. Uh, no, like, defense you, in those games? I don't like it because it's a very high scoring. <laughs> it's almost real football range in terms of how much scoring is done in Carl Utah. I love the fact that it's all offense, no defense. <laughs> Well, I mean, in some cases, I mean, I think in some cases we, we all like a little bit of defense, some hard hits, but man, you go back and watch those. And it's not as though they're not playing defense. It's just, there's a couple guys on each one of those teams. I'm telling you now, the, um, the last match, his name for, slips me, but go, if you go back and watch the last match, um, the, the five eights, the halfback for the Seagulls, he's, he's a New Zealander, but he lives in Utah. So I believe technically he can qualify for USA Hawks. He is slick, and that's the like the that that spine that they have for the Seagulls. I'm telling you, you watch out for those guys. That's they're a tough team. Um, current standings, we, we kind of mentioned it. Broncos and Seagulls both two and zero oh going into week three. Roosters 
and Storm are both 0-2 going into week three. The good thing is, is after this week, we will only have one undefeated team remaining, and it's the Gulls and the Broncos this week, and they battle it out, and then Storm and the Roosters will finally look to, um, at least one of them will look to put a win in the a, a notch in the win column, if you will. Um, so I'm going to ask you, Avery, are you ready for all the stuff you've been keeping up and watching all the matches for, <laughs> for Utah? Broncos, Seagulls, let, who you let got? Let me say, I'm going to go. I'm going to go with the Seagulls. I'm going to go with Seagulls to remain undefeated. Seagulls? I'll tell you what. I, I, they've got a tons of tons of points scored. I'm actually going to go with the Broncos. I'm going to go counter. Sorry, Seagulls. Um, sorry, George. Um, but I think the Broncos, new team, they're still getting a little bit to prove. So I think that they're going to pull one off. Now, Roosters and Storm, that's a, that's a tough tougher one for me because they they're pretty close. They're, the point differential for both teams is about minus 33 on average. So one's 34, one's 32. So as far as that, who, who are you going to take on that one? I'll take the other team just because, you know, we got Fair. Yeah, no, they're some. very close to me. Nick, they both scored the same amount of points so far in two games. It's funny as well. We talk about teams scoring the same amount of numbers over and over again. So uh, I will... Yeah. I will go with the Roosters get their first one of the year. Okay, you say Roosters, I'll take the Storm. So we're, we're divided on the yeah, on Utah Rugby League. So. But yeah, big signing. Lots of good stuff. Um, all right. Um, visitors photo. Don't know who you are, but hello to you. Thank you for stopping by, tuning in. Um, <clears throat> all right. Last... Last conference, last, uh, I guess, well, not North American, because Jamaica's playing. I don't know who they're playing this week, and I was trying to get some standings. We don't have it for you, but we will. The NCC is still going out. Round nine, I believe, is this weekend. Round nine. Um, let's go to the RLU Magic Weekend in Eden Park, but just not the famous <laughs> one. It's the one in Delaware, which is definitely not as exciting as the real Eden Park. <laughs> For all of you rugby union fans out there, you know where Eden Park is. Um, match one, the 0-3 Delaware Black Foxes take on the 2-1 Brooklyn Kings. So the Kings are looking to avenge last week's well, Avery, I said punishing is a word that I would use, but I don't know What's a, what's a word that you would use to describe an 86 8 loss say, to DC? Uh, thr- thrashing, pummeling, <laughs> flogging. <laughs> sorry, sorry, Kings. I know, I know you guys are you're good, good lads. Sorry, Chris and Chanza. But yeah, it's a it's a rough one. That that's that right there was man. Just I, I saw some highlights from the game. There was a little bit of stream that happened, but it was 88 to eight or 86 to eight. Is a it's a flogging for, for most. It's, yes, it's it criminal is. offense in some countries. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, but, you know, Kings won the first match of the season against the Foxes, uh, 36-22. Uh, second match is Boston, 1-2, and two, taking on the undefeated league leaders in the D.C. Calvary, who are 3-0. and oh. um, Back earlier in the season, the uh, D.C. won the first matchup, uh, 38-14. And, of course, last week, the, uh, the 13s got their first win of the season with a 40-28 win over the Foxes. Standings there, uh, D.C. 6 points, sits atop the table. Uh, Kings are in second. Boston is in third. And the Foxes still sitting on the big wooden spoon zero. Um, so let's go. Avery, two matches, Magic Weekend, Eden Park, Black Foxes versus the Kings. 
the Fox is going to get their first Ooh, one of the season, what? or is it going to be? I'll be case? I'll be kind to the Fox fans, and I will say you will get your first one of the year of this. Oh, oh, okay. You heard it here. First one of the season for the Foxes. I don't think that's happening. The Kings are going to win. They're going to go to three and one on the season. Um, it isn't. It's a home game, you know, home Magic Weekend in Delaware. But I just don't think it's going to happen. Um, uh, and it's in the second game. I'm, I'll go first on here, so I'll tell you who I'm going to pick between Boston and DC because I don't see anybody beating DC in the RLU right now. They're just too tough. They win. They win strong games. They win. They don't have far to travel. Where Boston's travel a little bit further to get down to, to Delaware. So I'm going to take the Cavalry in this match. Avery, you follow in suit, or are you you do given the you know, I, you know I, I know you enjoy uh, the opposite side, but it's hard for me to go against DC right now. They're a juggernaut. They're world old machines. So I got to agree with us and go with DC in this matchup. Yeah, and, and I think obviously you know seeing seeing DC play and some of the highlight they, they have, they've got some really great outside backs. Um, one I can't I can't remember their center's name, but last game he was just barreling over people, and of course you know Captain Ryan Burroughs is you know well known especially for Wolfpack fans. Um, you know being being a former pet Wolfpack player himself, you know he's captain of the team, uh, newly minted father. Congratulations, Ryan Burroughs to uh, becoming a, a dad um, a week or two ago, um, but yeah, I think that they're they're just too much. Okay, man, I, I, that was pretty good. We did you know, twenty something minutes. Uh, that boy Ryan Burroughs be <laughs> going. Really. Where's he going? I don't know. It's as, as the it's nomadic. So hmm. it's that boy Ryan Burroughs be going. I don't know where he's going, but he's going. He runs. He apparently had to run far last week on one of his tries. So, <laughs> um, all right. Well, let's let's get to let's get to one of the main reasons why. One, not that Avery, we don't love having you on, but we have you on so we can talk about important things that happen as it pertains to yes. rugby league in Canada, rugby league and, and, and former uh, super league, super league, league. Uh, I guess hopefuls and stuff. But okay, Toronto Wolfpack. <laughs> <laughs> So, so what I want to do, <laughs> what I'm going to do, I'm going to give everybody a rundown of social media posts and kind of as we know it from the Wolfpack, and then you and I will have some, we'll we'll have some commentary to that, and then we'll add some more flavor to, to it. How's that sound? Because I think that sounds good. We, we got to have everybody know what's going on first before we, before we tell everybody uh, yes. other things that we know. All right, June nineteenth. Wolfpack. Well, there was like this weird, like howling post, like the Wolfpack was coming back, and it was weird because it happened like the day after the Toronto City Saints announced that they were playing at Lamport, and like that was just strange to me. Like you've been dead for months. Like it was months that we haven't heard anything from them. Actually, since the kind of the death of the NARL, like that was that was like the last post where they made they had a they had the announcement of their jersey sponsors, which was. Uh, an oil company that had done some terrible stuff to um, uh, First Peoples. And I'm like, what are you doing? <laughs> oh, yeah, it was bad. Like, No, it was terrible. It was, it was just really terrible. Um, and okay, so they, they make a post on June 19th after this howling wolf pack or you know, wolf thing. And they announced nine to 10 matches for the Canada Cup, but it's all Toronto playing, or it's all the Wolfpack playing other teams. 
two matches with uh, Atlanta Rhinos. There's like an all-star team for Canada that they originally put on as a, a union all-star team, which was very weird. Um, and then just a bunch of other teams, Copperheads, Mayhem, Jacksonville, uh, Jamaican Ex- or Exiles, uh, uh, sorry, Jamaica Hurricanes, which is a, a team that, that usually plays nines. And so that was weird. Then on June 19th, they make another post and it's the tickets go on sale. And the tickets were $35 a piece. And that's $35 Canada. So that's like $12 American. <laughs> it's not. I'm just teasing. Uh, but 35 bucks a pop for a ticket is a little bit rough. We'll come back to that. June 28th, a quote-unquote behind-the-scenes um, post about new ownership, who they are, um, inter- Gary's phone, you know, it's on there, blah, 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 all these other people, like, so they announce kind of who they are and what they're doing, right? So we're all just still kind of going, that, that's still, that's nine days in between posts about a competition that you're setting up. So it's still a bit of time in between. Five more, five, six more days. July 3rd, we have the announcement of Matt Wiles as the new head coach. And I say new head coach because Avery, you know, he was announced as the head coach back in 2021. when He was. He was back then. So, I, I, yeah, it's confusing. <laughs> and then, two days later, not even a day and a half later, Matt Wiles steps down as head coach at the Toronto Wolfpack. <laughs> you, you can't write, you can't make this shit up. Like, it's just weird. Um, and then on July 6th, there's, they announced the Toronto Wolfpack team. And I know there are guys that are going to play. They've already told me and reached out and said, hey, we're going to go play. Great. Okay. Perfect. No problem. And then on July 7th, um, there's the announcement that the match on July 8th, so that's the span of three days, um, was postponed literally the day before, and it's been scheduled. They're going to play the Copperheads. It's been rescheduled for September 30th. And that's the last post that we have. And it is now July 14th. So it's been a week. Avery. Yes. You're a social media guy. <laughs> give me, give me a. Step into the mindset of Toronto Wolfpack and tell me what they're thinking right now from a social media standpoint. Let's just start with that. If not, not everything else, but like posting announcements. Oh, we forgot the post about Jefferson. Honestly, I'm, that, that I'm just big. thinking to myself, this is just over a month of how to not do social media 101. Like, this is how you do not promote a team coming back, promoting games. Everything, for the most part, was done wrong. And to the fan base in Toronto, it's really uh, it's really a matter of why should we trust you on any of this? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I think it's, it's one of those things where here, here's the deal. We've reached out numerous times. We reached out within an ARL days. Like, that's how long back we reached out. Nothing. Radio silence. Blah blah blah. Like, it is whatever. Like I don't. At this point, I don't care. Um, there've been a few people uh, on social media who have said, "Hey, go talk to Outlaw Rugby. Go talk to Rugby League in America. Mm. Build some credibility." Tagged us for like I'm like eight days in a row or something like that. <laughs> and they tagged the Wolfpack. It was really funny. Um, but you know, I've reached out. No response. No communication. No nothing. So at this point, I'm just going to tell it what I tell what I know because we've asked all the other teams what's happening. We've asked everybody else what's going on. And this is what we know. Okay. Some teams 
that are scheduled to play have yet to confirm that they will actually play or <laughs> let the brand just die. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> um, you know, basically they have the Toronto match. They have yet to confirm that they will actually go and play Toronto. DC was on there and I've heard that they said they never actually fully agreed to go up and play other teams. Every other team that's supposed to go up there and play was a contingency. See, like, like they were contingent on a few things because, and this is probably new to a lot, a lot of people. It's not new to you, Avery, because I already shared this with you. Um, all the teams were promised by the Wolfpack that their flights and accommodations would be paid for. Now, Avery, are you a I am not, no. If you were to guess, let's just use Atlanta, for example. So there's right. Matt. Atlanta's going to play twice. So, well, they're scheduled to play twice. If you were to guess how much a flight from Atlanta to Toronto would be, uh, what would you uh, round trip or one way? Oh, right. Round trip. Well, well, I don't know if they want to <laughs> Good go point. Back. Okay. I would say round <laughs> trip. Round trip. From Atlanta, I'll say $800, $900. Actually, you can. Direct, direct, yes, like you, eight to nine hundred nonstop, right? From on Delta, but you can actually get there for five hundred and twenty-three okay. with one stop. So five hundred and twenty-three, we'll go cheapest. Mm-hmm. Say you take twenty-two people up. I am not a mathematician. Not, I mean, that's a eleven. That's eleven thousand five hundred dollars for five hundred and twenty-three dollars ticket and twenty-two players alone. So eleven thousand. So that's we, we just you know kind of. We're, we're just feeling things out. I don't know how much hotels are in Toronto or close to Lamport or anything like that. So I don't know what the price would be on there, but man, 11,000 for one match to fly people up. That's a lot. I also know that Lamport field rental for about four or five hours is about $1,100 just to rent the field. No concessions, no security, no nothing else. So for nine games, you're talking $10,000 ballpark. Without hotels, <laughs> you're pushing the limits of the Wolfpack ownership, paying out over $150,000 just to play this Canadian Cup. Now, if they have that kind of money, Avery, and I'm going to say, if you had $150,000 to use for the Wolfpack, what are you going to do? <laughs> you going to pay for everybody to come up, or are you going to do something a little bit different. I would be play some local teams first. Because again, this is not Saints. we're not talking about the original professional wolf pack under David Argue. This is not the pro team. This no. is a team that is at best semi-pro. So I'm not gonna use that much money to fly in yeah. teams which are semi-pro and some professional when I'm not at the pro level myself with the funds. I'm not gonna do that. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'd not even say like the you know, every team that's supposed to go play, like Whistler's on there and some other teams like you know, for the U.S. standpoint, so the Copperheads had issues because not all of their players had uh, passports. So they could, so, so they're actually players that they had because they have a partnership with Salford. There were some Salford players that they were flying over from England to play. And, and may still, I don't know. Like, I don't know how that's going to work out. But still, it's one of those things where, man, I don't understand how it's, like, how I, paying for all that is crazy. So, um, that's that's the information I want to tell people about that we know. We've done our research and we have people have told us 
Um, yeah, semi-pro at best for the Toronto, for the Wolfpack. Um, playing, I mean, well, let's be honest, like nobody in the U.S. is getting paid to play rugby league. Let me, <laughs> would be nice, but nobody. So you're talking amateur, amateur, which takes me back to this $35 a pop. And I think you made a comment on it. Um, $35 a pop for a ticket to go see an amateur rugby league match. Avery, um, talk to me about that. And versus going to see something else. In Toronto. I just think like that $35, that is what you probably would pay in Toronto. No, you would pay in Toronto to probably go see a Blue Jays game in the upper deck. You would pay money to probably go see a team in the American Hockey League. You wouldn't go spend that much money to go yep. see an amateur rugby league side. And I really feel like if you want to get people back into that at most, at most $10, $15, okay. I can see 15 max. 35, max. that is tough for people to spend on a team, which is not a professional team they remember on players they may not necessarily know and on a, t- on a, on a ticketing platform that is unknown to a lot of people as well, too. Yeah. <laughs> like, what is it? Ticks? It's like, those are things you don't <laughs> want on you. Like, that's. <laughs> but it's, it's one of those things for me. I just don't think that. I mean, I don't know. I know you, you Wolfpack faithful, the den, man, you guys are, you're, you're, you're loyal. And, and I appreciate that, but there's some of you and I'm, I, I will say it and I'm sure I'll get flack for it. There are some of you in the Wolfpack den who have been fans forever, who have turned, who just have like rose colored lenses over everything that's going on with this team. Um, and, and until the Wolfpack wants to come on and talk to us, we'll continue to say the same thing. Like it just seems, with everything that happened with the NARL and them being one of the key stakeholders and everything that was happening and all the tumultuous things that happened with that. And then now to just to come out of nowhere, uh, I just, I don't get it. I don't. Really? <laughs> like, no, I mean, you're not. Am I wrong like, I'm just, for so many reasons, since the NARL news and since the, the constant run of being silent, like it's tough for me to really be optimistic until I see at minimum a captain's run, until I see a game, unless I see something more substantial beyond a Twitter post once every three weeks and then three more weeks of silence will really be optimistic behind it because right now it's really just a lot of talk and talk is cheap unless we see some action behind it. Yeah. For you, and I'll say this with somebody who just uh, just joined the uh, the <laughs> the stream um, for you. What would be an easy way for the Toronto Wolfpack to get fans, get trust, and you know build relationships and maybe play you know get together with somebody? What what would be your who would well, you I talk think to it. first rather than Atlanta <laughs> Rhinos? No offense, Atlanta Rhinos. I mean, I literally. Well, I think guys, it so. should be a no-brainer. You want to build back some trust and get, you know, build some relations. It should be announced day one, Toronto Derby, Toronto Wolfpack, Toronto City Saints, game one. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, I just throw my hands up in the air and slap my head. Like, the fact that it wasn't is mind-blowing. Play the Saints. Everybody has said, play the Saints, play the Saints. Now, I will say this. There's probably a really, really, really good chance that some of the players that play for the Wolfpack also play for the Saints. Then 
you have like allegiances. And so that, that gets kind of interesting. Um, we love it. We love the guys at the Saints. They do a great job. We're, we're so happy that they travel everywhere and they play people. But I think that one of the big issues, obviously, is, you know, you want to, you want to play the teams that are closest and you know, play the Beavers, play, play the Broncos. The Broncos won the ORL. Go play the winners of the ORL. Um, you know, just, just play, play somebody locally first, build up that confidence, show them that you could do it and then work on bringing other people in from around the around the North America because that's a ton of money. I mean, I, I think I estimated, you know, what do you say, 150, almost 150k for air. Just this is what they said: they will pay for airlines and accommodations. I've talked to multiple teams about this, and that's yeah, what they that told me. Just, it again, and I fully understand if fans, most fans, are still very skeptical. They really are skeptical unless they see a game happening. At Lamport, I don't blame them because, you know, you burn someone once, you burn someone twice, you burn someone thrice. Why should they believe it until, you know, you bring some action? What's the definition <laughs> of insanity? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I'll I, I just leave that right there. But yeah, I mean, I think it's, I don't know. But for me, it's tough. Like, it's a really tough situation. That I just don't see. I don't know. I don't. I don't see it happening. I don't. I, 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 you know, I want to be hopeful for him, but as of right now, um, yeah, I just, I, I think for me, maybe it's one of the, hmm. <laughs> there they are in the chat. For those of you not watching live are the Toronto city saints saying saints are here up the saints. <laughs> good to see that. I, I do love this. It's a good amount of banter. Like Toronto Wolfpack should have been more than welcome to jump on a podcast. Talk about this with us. We could have asked some questions, gotten better answers. And at least shown that we are. I mean, we're friendly. You used to cover them. You supported them till you know. And I mean, I, I'd say you still support them. Like right there, you're still a fan, technically. Like I mean, I've got Wolfpack gear. Like I've got like two or three shirts. Um, and I think from you know from that standpoint, why not? Like jump on, have a call, yeah, have a chat. We're happy. Like, for it. like I, I think we, we could all agree. We would love to see the Wolfpack brand thrive again. I mean, heck, they were a brand. That for that they pulled off a miracle. They got rugby league into mainstream coverage of the American media. Like they got rugby league yeah. relevant in other people in Canada and America. Like it was a task that no other team before them was able to really do. Yeah, and, and and honestly, like from as a marketing guy, that brand is primo. Like that, like good for Gary for buying the brand, the name, the all the assets you know that comes along with Toronto. You know, granted, he still gets kind of some. They get some of this the slack from the previous ownership, <laughs> which we won't talk about because that's a whole other. <laughs> it's you could write a book on uh, a previous ownership of the Toronto Wolfpack and you know all the issues with that in Super League. I'm sure somebody will. Maybe you will. Maybe you're going to write the book on you know Wolfpack for what what was <laughs> and what could have been. All the time in the RFL and Super League, maybe you never know. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, who knows? I think who knows what's going on with the RFL sometimes. You know, I, I think for me, you talk about like what it is that needs to happen, right? So we need to put Wolfpack needs to play the Saints. I agree with that. I think everything else is just better. You know, tell me if I'm wrong. Like I think better communication. Like the posts that come out, like they said something about the trolley car. Like those aren't the questions that people are asking. Like they make a joke about it. Like, that's fine. I don't appreciate a joke. But the question that people are asking is where the 
have you been like what are you like what exactly is, why should we trust no you? totally and one thing that i think a lot of people, people were mad about even before 2023 was the fact that when they were trying to launch with narl was the fact that they were for the most part publicly at least calling themselves team wolfpack when people were asking flat and simple okay but who are you exactly who's running your who are you right. they, they want a name they didn't want this name hiding behind who's running the brand. They didn't want that. Right. And, and that's the thing. Like They've been hiding behind that for, let's see, we're 20, 2023. Um, this NARL was 2020, 2020, end of 2020, beginning of 2021 during COVID. That was a terrible time to try to start a league. Um, so we're, for, we're getting up almost three years and nobody knows who they were. Like nobody knows the ownership. Nobody knows like come out from... Come out from behind the veil, you know. <laughs> don't don't look at the man behind the curtain, like Wizard of Oz style. I mean, um, you know, I think once they do that, once they sit down, they don't have to sit down with me. I don't give a shit. Um, sit down with somebody else. Sit down with you. Talk about yeah. it. Well, you know, you've got your show. You know, sit down, talk about it, and say, hey, let's talk about who we are, why we're, why we haven't been around, what we did, what we're trying to change, how we're trying to make things better, um, and. You know how this new this new team, this new entity, will then build the fans back, right? I don't think. I mean, even if you have matches up there, which I'm sure that they will play matches here shortly. You know, against somebody. I don't know who it'll be, but it'll be against somebody, whether it's the Saints or whether or not it's somebody else. I, I don't don't think you're going to get a packed. Lamport Stadium, like you got for some of those super. Right, no, it might, yeah, because the Super League games and RFL the games they had, they are getting up to nine thousand fans. You may not get that. You may get at most, you made a thousand fans at most. You may get five hundred, but you're not going to get the the five, six, seven, seven thousand yeah. fans like you did when this team was playing teams from England. Yeah. Well, I mean, because I think at that time too, there's also mm-hmm. a marketing. Like there was tons of marketing behind it too. Um, you know when they were getting when they were playing like they were they were the professional team in a professional city right and so you had you know everybody going out to the games and people support the the match that they had against DC Calvary um what was it like the kickoff NARL a little bit um i think they, they had did. they called it the Canada Cup um and and i think it was i think they had about 1200 people in the stands that's from from the reports. That's what I remember. That's been some time now. So I, I could be incorrect, but I know it's not more than than fifteen hundred. Yeah, and also, and that was during um, COVID. You were there, Ontario. There was still restrictions in Ontario in terms of gatherings. So that that was it was limited yeah. to an extent to how much you could have. That's why. I mean, if it you was, have a game now a, right. in twenty twenty three, it probably is a bit more than that. But yeah, I think that was a maximum you could have had, could have had for more gatherings in Ontario. So, so, so the question is: If they had it now, would they get more people based on uh, right. even because COVID's quote unquote gone? Even though, like Europe, like I, I know five people that just got COVID in Europe. So, um, but you know, based upon you know no restrictions stuff, do you do you think they get more than twelve hundred now, given what's been going on with the brand on social media and all the issues and all the different things and the cancellation and kind of being. Uh, was a man behind the curtain type of thing, or do you think they'll get? I would say if they step out of the shadows, if they're consistent, say what's going on, provide some clarity to the fans, media, maybe they'll get some more. Maybe you could maybe touch sixteen hundred. But if they continue this 
being in the shadows, no communication. You might get less. You really might get less. I honestly, Dustin. Yeah, I'm gonna let's let's see real quick. Uh, Toronto. I'm, I'm looking it up on my computer right here at the same time to see if anything has been posted today. Nope, <laughs> July seventh. <laughs> Sorry, we just thought I'd look. Hey, you never know. Like so many different social media platforms, you just don't know what's going to happen. So, <laughs> um, man, what what are the next steps? What what happens? What what do you think? What look into your crystal ball. Tell me what you think happens. We sit down. We'll say we'll sit down on uh, August twenty fifth, right before they're supposed to play. I think they're playing on the twenty sixth. As I'm looking at the schedule, so what, what do you think happens? Yeah. So let's see. Oh, well, sorry. August. I'll give you to the September September first. You're sitting there September first. They're supposed to play DC at Lamport six p.m. What, what do you think happens in that time? Do they play their matches against, you know, Whistler in Atlanta and this all-star so, team? Question mark? I'll, I'll be an optimist and I will say, yes, they do find a way to play these games because really right now, again, after you announced the roster and now you rescheduled, I, I, right, I think right now this really is your true last chance or else if you don't, if this falls through once again, I don't think fans are going to come back. I think this will be your final time to really pull it off. So I do think they will get these games played. But then the question turns to, okay, what about 2024? I could see, I'm going to guess, I will. I could see Paxi, for example, sponsoring international matches. Say, for example, you have Canada playing here next year against, say, Jamaica or other um, Caribbean or Latin American nations, possibly like a sponsorship event. And I will do think mm-hmm. I could see I could eventually see maybe you end 2023 or you start 2024 with a proper Toronto Derby where you play the Saints in a couple of games, which would be great to see to you know to see yeah. who is the king of Toronto Derby League having those two teams play in the series. Yeah. Okay. It's interesting to see that. I mean, I I think I would I would like to see those matches, like the match. You know, you know, I think. A matchup against uh, against well people that just joined us Tampa Rugby League. Um, what's going on, guys? Uh, don't know who's joining you from Tampa Rugby League, but talking about the Wolfpack, and would love to see if that match actually happens, or just you know who knows. Uh, Toronto City Saints say Saints are kings. Uh, yeah, I think uh, both um, both semantically and maybe in I like I like, <laughs> I like the energy I like um, that energy from Saints I like that energy I like that approach own it you're the one playing right now you're playing right yeah. now it's your it's your time right now you're playing you're you're active I like that approach from Saints own that yeah um and here's my thought and it's nomadic I'll read your comment here <laughs> when somebody said all hail the Saints <laughs> I love it. Yeah. I mean, it's fun. I think the Saints do a great job on social. They're willing to play everybody. They've, they've mm-hmm. literally traveled. They travel down to play Cleveland. They travel down to Oregon. There's other games that I know they have coming up that they just haven't announced yet. Here's what I think. I think the only way the, my, the way forward is probably Toronto Wolfpack plays the Toronto City Saints. I think that that has to happen first. I think it could. I don't know if it will. It could. But I think that happens first. Maybe it happens in Two weeks time. I don't know. Three weeks time. Who knows? We'll see. Um, this is me looking into a crystal ball. And then you have maybe like 
three or four matches where you bring people in. Not all the matches you're having. Play Whistler. That's great. Bring Whistler in. Bring a team from the U.S. in. But I, I just don't. I don't know. I, I, we'll see what happens. It's um, uh, yeah. It's and then who knows? Uh, I think the only way for them to figure things out is I don't think they'll ever be professional again. Semi-professional at most. Uh, an all-star team of sorts, like a like a traveling, like a you know, like a, like a barbarians, like they have for for rugby union. Like that's about what I imagine the Wolfpack being. Like, hey, we're gonna play every year for the summer for like three weeks. That's what I see. Um, it's nomadic said that I remember trying out for the Wolfpack after the sixteen all-star game. I would love to see rugby league start to shine and grow, whether USAL, NRL, NARL, or whatever. Um, I can let you know right now, NARL is not happening. <laughs> that is dead. Uh, we have played taps uh, for that league. It is, it is over. Uh, it would be shocking. And I, I say that with a lot of personal knowledge of the NRL. Like it would be shocking to see that come back to life. Um, but yeah. Uh, last take for you, Avery, and, and we'll, we'll step out and, and, and let people have a rest of their, their Friday. Um, Matt Wiles stepping down as coach. How, how does that come off to you? Like joining? <laughs> he said, oh, trust me, I know. <laughs> this is funny. I love it. See, that's why I like it. Um, Matt Wiles stepping down as coach. Announces coach stepping down. Is, is that like the worst like two days for a team to like, announce a, a coach and then right and the amount of red flags i'd be waving at the idea of a coach taking on a gig and quitting two days later like that if that doesn't scream be worried i don't know what else can <laughs> yeah right okay i just want to make sure i wasn't the only one but, um i i think i think from your standpoint from my standpoint there's a lot lot still up in the air with toronto wolfpack um, will we see them play? I don't know. I really don't. That's <laughs> my person. <laughs> Avery and I are both going, oh God, I don't know. Like maybe, maybe we see the them play, that we, we don't. The, the fact that we cannot definitively say that yes, they will play is so troubling to me. And the fact that, you know, again, I'm trying to be an optimist and say I would want them to play. But the fact in the back of my mind, I know we could see in a week's time, hey, these games are canceled. It's not a good feeling at all. It isn't. <laughs> like what, what travesty will happen next? Like that's, you know, it's like a, you know, um, for those around the world, like a soap opera or a telenovela, like no one's died yet. And so one thing uh, that happens in telenovelas down in Mexico. Um, but it is, it's the fact there's so much up in the air is just concerning for people. I think. I think that's a lot of the fans just go, I just don't know. I don't know what's going to happen. Don't know what we're going to do, but we'll see. That's where we'll leave it. Crazy. Crazy time. Rugby League. Hey, for for the first time, it doesn't seem like things in the U.S. are such a shit show. (laughs) (laughs) And Canada's got all the stuff going on. (laughs) Well, sorry. One one thing in Canada. Listen, RLBC, you're doing great. ORL, doing great. Saints, love you guys. You're doing great. (laughs) It's just one thing in Canada, but it's a big thing, right? It, it's it's the biggest team in Canada. I'm not going to lie. Bigger than probably yeah, the national no. team. If yeah. that's, you think so? In a league, in a sport which has been so much negative things, the fact that BC is doing well and we got the regional competitions across America thriving, that's a good thing I really feel. That's- yeah. Yeah. Um, it is. It's a good thing. I think rugby league is, we're, we're moving in the right direction, I think. 
there's a lot of big things that are happening. A lot of, a lot of other things that I can't talk about that I know about that are happening. Um, should be exciting. There's, there's announcements coming hopefully soon from Oregon rugby league. Um, Saints say, keep it up boys. Happy to chat anytime. Yeah. Anybody want to play the saints, send them a message. They'll play you. They don't care. You need <laughs> beer pong. They'll play in beer pong. I think too. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I think the uh, Oregon Rugby League will we'll touch base with them. I think there's some announcements coming out from them, um, which will be exciting. That's another entity into the PCRL, so that's more even more teams over there on the West Coast. We just there's a, there's a Nashville Rugby League that's been kicking off, and Alabama Rugby League that I got whispers around. Um, Boston round to oh, Boston to play the Saints mm. round two. That'll be interesting. I can see that. Um, yeah, lots of stuff going on. Uh, Avery, did you know that we have an I was online aware, store yeah. now? And how much stuff have you ordered from it? I can tell you. But it's I can change that. <laughs> I can definitely change that. Justin. <laughs> so here's what we're doing at the online store. For those of you listening, for those of you watching. Um, RugbyLeagueInAmerica.net slash shop. Um, you know, we are we're trying to do something a little different not your traditional you know, sorry ian we're not doing a uh a jersey or a training shirt or a tank top or shorts or anything or socks which is fun like, there's a time and place i love those things but everything we're doing for our shop is like t-shirts and hats and tank like casual tank tops like we're, we're trying to just have some fun with it so go check it out there's there's four teams in there right now boo <laughs> Yeah, sorry, no jersey. If you want to buy jerseys of teams, go to their you go to the teams pages and buy them. Um, if you want to buy t-shirts, hats, things like that, come to our page. Uh, yoga mats. Uh, we, we're gonna put that. We're gonna put that out. Somebody said Can we do yoga mats. Yeah, sure, why not? Um, but we have t-shirts. Um, we just launched the Tampa Mayhem stuff, and so they've got t-shirts, and they have sandals, flip flops, if you will. Uh, so flip flops are a pair of the Tampa Mayhem lineup but we're gonna try to do every team i'm doing some graphic design for each one of them to have a little bit of fun so you know something a little bit different uh next round i think we've got uh dead pelicans coming in and the vancouver vipers so we'll have two vancouver teams up there uh and then i'll start working on some of the other teams around the country around the country's plural so, <laughs> so then avery you can be decked out in all your yeah. favorite uh, rlbc team wear <laughs> oh man hey, I really appreciate you jumping on with me today no, it was a blast always love talking rugby league and talking about what's going on across this continent you know hey this is a sport this is, I've always said before this is a sport before 2016 I didn't know much but the sport embraced me gave me a job I was able to cover the wolf pack able to meet a lot of cool people talk about different teams and be on different platforms like yours does and so it's been a blast buddy yeah. well Always a pleasure to have you on. Can't wait to chat more. And we'll, we'll keep you all updated on what's happening with all of the Wolfpack <laughs> goings on. If you will. <laughs> Who knows? I have no idea what's going to happen. Uh, but big thanks to Avery Lewis McDougall for joining us. Uh, Avery Sports. Uh, hashtag, uh, at Avery. Just at Avery on Twitter. is like classic like one of the first people ever on Twitter, I think, uh, to have just a single I, I name back on Twitter. In, in, I drew back in uh, 2009 when Twitter was still very new, so I was lucky to jump on early. And now everybody's leaving Twitter for threads. <laughs> so. <laughs> 
get at Avery at Threads. So, uh, but no, we really appreciate you. Avery. Thanks for joining us. For all of you listening around the world, thanks again. My name is Dustin Dare, man with Mike. Until next time, this has been Rugby League in America.